Hi, my name is Paula, and I'm here to talk about my journey with acromegaly. I think that my journey began um, with regards to acromegaly um, probably about six or eight years before I was actually diagnosed. Um, I started experiencing uh, joint discomfort, pain. Uh, I, I, I was considering a, a career change. I was thinking about doing massage therapy, but um, it soon became very apparent that I wasn't going to be able to be a massage therapist because I had so much pain in my hands all the time. So not really thinking about that as anything Serious. I mean, there's arthritis in my family, so I just thought that might have been the reason for, for that. Because I was only in my early to mid-30s at that point. So, a few years went by, um, I actually started getting fit. I uh, lost a whole bunch of weight and started doing triathlons. And actually was doing okay with the triathlons. I was swimming and biking and running and training all the time. Um, and I was getting faster and stronger. But I had all of these niggly health problems. Um, just issues with my sleep and issues with my, uh, my skin. And uh, it, the pain was getting worse at times. Um, just kind of very vague uh, symptoms, uh, which I actually did talk to my family doctor about. Um, and she was kind of open to what I was saying and sending me off to see specialists. Um, I think I saw about five or six specialists before I was actually properly diagnosed because each specialist was looking at the individual symptoms. So. I was sent to a rheumatologist for my joint pain and uh, this rheumatologist said well it's because you're training all the time so no wonder you're in pain. Um, I had some issues with my menstrual cycle, I just no kind of rhyme or reason and I was sent to a, so I was sent to a gynecologist and the gynecologist just put me on birth control pill to try and control. Um, and it did somewhat, but uh, I just, I, I kept on going back to my doctor because I knew there was something wrong. And it just wasn't right that I was so young and supposedly so healthy, but I just wasn't feeling right. I saw a dentist because I had gaps in my teeth, in between my teeth. I saw um, a, a podiatrist because I felt like I needed a bunion, bunion surgery or something because my feet seemed to be getting wider and I couldn't fit into my shoes. Um, so I, I kept on seeing doctors and each one was, was treating me for the individual symptoms. Um, I was actually strangely and very ironically working in uh, diabetes research as a nurse uh, when I got a shooting pain and in between my eyes in my head and um, that's what sent me to the hospital for what ended up being a, a true diagnosis. So I got a shooting pain right between my eyes and I, um, 
I went to the emergency department because there was no way to, to ignore this. It was so severe. Um, so I was very scared because I, I thought I was having an aneurysm or something. And, and so I went to the hospital that I actually worked in. And finally, somebody took me seriously. The, the triage nurse, when I described the pain, um, she looked very concerned and, and took me to see the, the doctor straight away. I ended up having a CT scan that pretty much an hour later, I was in the CT scan room, which I'd, I'd never had a, a CT scan of my head, even though I'd had all of these symptoms for several years. Um, and over the next three or four, five hours, I was diagnosed with a whole slew of, um, of conditions like sleep apnea, diabetes, um, an enlarged heart. Uh, they, they said I had arthritis, but it was secondary to this disease called acromegaly. Um, and the reason I had the, the severe pain was because the tumor had actually um, started to hemorrhage and that was causing the pain. So obviously this was a huge shock to me. Um, I, I, I was, I don't know if I was more shocked or more relieved, to be quite honest, because for several years I had been told, Paula, it's all in your head. Um, I had two specialists that actually said to me, you know, you're the fittest person that I've met, you know, because I was doing Ironman triathlon by this time. And um, I basically was being told that it was all in my head. So now finally, uh, there really was something wrong with me. And as much as that sounds strange, I was, I was really relieved, scared, um, but more relieved. And um, then I got to meet my endocrinologist, who is one of the, the world experts in acromegaly, who actually worked uh, along the corridor from where I was working. So it was uh, quite a strange coincidence, if there is such a thing. Um, and then we just went ahead with a plan of treatment and uh, that was the beginning of my acromegaly as I know it. So the first thing I did after I got home that evening, I, uh, I googled acromegaly and um, a whole load of articles came up but it was mostly um, articles showing extreme cases of acromegaly and all the story about Andre the Giant and I had just um, I had just been married about six months prior to this and I was mortified I was, I was really upset because the information that was on the internet was kind of not that great at the time um, it's definitely better now so I, I, I was just focusing on on the very, what seemed like very negative sides to acromegaly and that's what the, the articles, focus, articles focused on. So, um, as I mentioned, I, I, I'm an athlete and, and I do all this swimming, biking and running. It's my passion. And was I actually going to be able to do this after 
I had the surgery, I didn't know. Um, so I guess the important thing to do is to, to do look on the internet, but also choose very carefully the sources that you're going to. Um, there's some really great support groups out there. Um, there's, there's many support groups throughout the world, actually. I've, I've been lucky enough to meet a lot of people. I've, I've been involved in um, a lot of advocacy, um, basically, you know, helping patients get to a diagnosis sooner and and how to uh, to kind of navigate through the the health systems and of course that change that varies from from country to country even province to province so um, I would say careful where you look for your information um, and and try and seek out support groups that specifically deal with acromegaly um, because there's a lot of information that your doctor isn't going to tell you because they don't know it's patient perspective it's it, it's very different being a patient than being the doctor having all of the the medical information um, it's it's a very personal thing and uh, it's very scary and um, but at the same time, it's not the end of the world and there are treatments and there is uh, lots of hope for, for a relatively normal life uh, ahead. I think one of the most important messages that I like to share is um, you have to be your own advocate. You, you have to, you know, I was telling my GP that I didn't feel right and there was something wrong and, and um, thankfully she was relatively open to sending me off to doctors but if you feel like you have something going on with your body you are you 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 are an expert on your own health um, and if if you're not comfortable talking to a, a doctor or if you're not comfortable with what's going on and you, you're afraid to ask doctors to send you for testing for further testing or you know if you're not feeling like you're getting the right kind of health care um, you need to try and find somebody a family member or a friend who's who's going to be an advocate for you um, and take that person to your appointments with you so that you don't um, you don't feel so intimidated uh, because there's so many people out there that just don't know how to navigate through the system. They, they don't know who to turn to and they don't know the questions to ask. So if you have a family member or a friend who can, can kind of just be your support and, and help you um, advocate for yourself, basically. Um, for me personally, I, my situation, I, I am a nurse, so I, even having medical knowledge and, and knowledge of the health system, I, I still had problems getting through this and I, I needed um, lots of support around me. Um, I, I do and I did and, and still do have a, a great support network. Um, and 
I use those people, not use, I, I share my experience with them and people are happy to help. You just have to ask and don't be afraid to do that. Um, another thing is just for me, particularly with the arthritis, um, just to keep moving. Uh, the first line of treatment for arthritis, for instance, and I'm saying arthritis because a lot of people with acromegaly do have joint pain, arthritis, uh, some need uh, hip replacements, knee replacements eventually, but um, just to keep moving, it's the, the best thing that I have done. It's kept me, you know, sane uh, emotionally. Um, and physically feeling a lot stronger. Um, and sometimes it's hard to just start moving. That's the, the most difficult part of it is just getting to the point where you, okay, I'm gonna go for a walk. And then you talk yourself out of it, but then you, you once you've done it, it's it's gonna feel much better. And and what I tell people is if, if you, so I, I would run actually and, so I'd say, if you can't run, then walk. And if you can't walk, then swim. And if you can't swim, well, learn to swim. There's nothing stopping you from, from do, doing these things. It's always, you know, there's always a solution to get around um, the, the obvious physical issues of, of acromegaly. Um, and make sure you have uh, done your research and, and found out the best people to have look after you. You, you. There are experts in acromegaly, there are experts in pituitary issues. You want to get a good team of doctors, you want to um, you know, use the, the support groups, the, the um, Facebook support groups or wherever you're going to find your support. Um, ask who are the experts in this in this disease because you don't want a doctor that has never met anybody with acromegaly and there are lots of doctors that have never met and it, that's because well it's rare and and we are special and and that's you know just the way that it is so so um what's very important is obviously as i mentioned prior um getting a specialist that knows acromegaly and, and knows uh, the, the management of acromegaly. Um, there is kind of a, a normal uh, trajectory um, with the, the process. Um, if a person's uh, tumor is, is operable, then that is the, the primary treatment. Um, in my case, I had to go on medication for a few months prior to surgery just to kind of shrink the tumor and stop the, the hemorrhaging. But um, everybody um, will have hopefully a specialist who knows what they're doing um, and can send you to the, in the right direction for the treatment. So whether that be um, injections or any kind of other medication that could help um, whether it's surgery, whether it's um, gamma knife uh, or, or radiation, there are a whole treatment plans uh, depending on 
your individual situation. The, the doctor, the specialist, your endocrinologist should be able to figure out what is best for you. Um, and, and he shouldn't be working alone. There, there should be a whole team of, of specialists um, looking at your case and finding out the best treatment. Um, as far as after you've started treatment, whether that be medical or surgical, the follow-up is so important. Um, I, I know of a lot of people that once they've had their, their surgery, um, they think that that's the end of it. But in actual fact, it, it really is a lifelong thing. Um, it can be managed. Uh, some people, like myself, are lucky enough to not have to take medication after the surgery um, but even so I, I still come back every six months to see my endocrinologist um, and he does the specific blood testing the, the glucose drink test um, he looks at all of my hormones makes sure that nothing is coming back and I'm very kind of self-aware and I, I know when I'm not feeling right I'm, I'm, I know when my energy levels are going down or I, I know when my pain is increasing I know when I'm, I'm not sleeping well and I will see him and, and um, but that's an important part of this whole process is the follow-up your support network um, it can consist of your healthcare professionals, uh, friends, family, uh, even colleagues at work. I mean, I, I was working in endocrinology at the time of my diagnosis, so I had a whole load of people that sort of understood, um, but I even had my colleagues giving me my injections because I couldn't give my own injections. Um, so just, you know, don't be afraid to ask people because I'm, I'm the last person to ask for help because I'm, I'm so independent, but I, I could not have got through this with, without that support. Um, the Facebook groups, um, support groups that maybe your, your healthcare professional can, can um, direct you to, um, there's things like uh, the health storylines that uh, you can actually build a network with that uh, that program and um, basically share your your health information as much as you want to share um, and it just it, it's like the strength in numbers uh, having people kind of helping you with this journey um, you sometimes feel like you're alone um, because it is such a rare thing. And, and I, I have been, again, so lucky that I've met so many people with acromegaly because of my work, um, but also because I, I, I like doing the patient advocacy thing. I like talking to healthcare professionals and I, I've, I've found that um, meeting other people with acromegaly um, it, it's just I, I find very important to be able to share your fears your hopes um, your concerns your questions with people that are going through this um, 
with you. And um, so I've met lots of people. I know lots of people with acromegaly that have never met anybody else with acromegaly. And, and, and then it's so nice when you do meet people because we're from all walks of life. We're all ages. We have all kinds of experience and, uh, you know, some not great experiences, but also good experiences that you can share and learn and, and, and grow, no pun intended. So build a network, um, use all the tools available. Don't be afraid, uh, you are not alone. There are people that can, can help you with this.